Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning. Welcome to Second Wind. It's always such a pleasure to be here with you and to bring to you this wonderful guest that you're going to enjoy this morning because she's so talking your language. She is a transitional coach. And she and I share a lot in our desire to help women progress through the doubts, the fears, the changes that we face. Now, Mary and I met each other earlier on while we were going through our training. And she's one of those people that you really are drawn to by her sincerity or authenticity, her kindness, um, and and so it's always a pleasure when you get to introduce and have a great conversation. So you're going to hear great talk this morning. And if you've come with the um, doubts or questions on mind, you, we're going to give you some good solutions that you will be able to go through, particularly about some of those money management problems that you might be dealing with in your life. So let me tell you a little bit about Mary Vogel. She is a transformational coach, and she's passionate in helping women who are ready to step back into their lives. After spending years putting everyone else's needs above their own, and certainly that's what Mary did, and I did, and most women, because we're known as the caretakers, right, of the world. We are the caretakers. She guides women who are exhausted, overwhelmed, feeling stuck, and unfulfilled in recharging their energy, releasing guilt and the subconscious blocks that affect health, wealth, and happiness. Mary has been an Illinois State Licensed Massage Therapist since 2006. She is an EFT, which is called Emotional Freedom Technique Practitioner. Edom Energy Medicine Practitioner, Certified Lifeline Practitioner, Authorized Tapping into Wealth Coach. She has a private practice in Naperville, Illinois for women and children, and she also does phone and Skype sessions. Welcome, Mary. I've been looking forward to this for months. Uh <laughs> So nice to be with you, Joyce, and thank you for that beautiful introduction. I truly appreciate it. Well, listen, it was all from the heart, let me tell you. Uh, I just love your smile and your friendliness and how you project yourself. I know you're a tremendous coach for those people that come to you for guidance and support. Um, Thank you. Yes, yes. I had a funny thing happen this morning, which I got out ready and 
an hour early for Mary because I was so anxious to get this show started. So, And then I had to get myself calmed back down so we could uh, go on time. But you know, Mary, excited to be here. But you know, you have to be flexible. No check. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> now, I want to just for a brief time, I want to take you back to that moment that you, um, that was your transition moment. Like we all can sit down and think of that moment in our mind that said, okay, this is where we have to change. This is where we move. This is where we make a difference in our lives. Would you mind sharing that with us and my listeners? Oh, absolutely. Um, it was actually around 2004, and I was hit with uh, my then-husband telling me that he wanted a divorce. And literally, it just felt like the whole you know world just opened up and swallowed me. Um, I, was, I was paralyzed with fear literally yes. paralyzed with fear. And um, I remember taking out a sheet of paper once and writing at the top, um, who am I? And I just stood at that or looked at that blank piece of paper and I burst into tears because I had no idea. I had lost my identity. You know, um, I wasn't yep. working. Uh, yeah, I had totally lost my identity. And I found myself many days like laying on the floor, curled up in the fetal position, just, just sobbing, just literally paralyzed with fear. And one day I just, I just kind of had this feeling come over me with like, okay, it's time to do something different. And, you know, I, I got up, I, I found a, an ad that I had kept on my desk um, for two years. I had this ad ripped out. It was about a oh. massage school. And oh, I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I happened to call the school and they were having an open house, uh, like the next weekend. I went and I literally, I signed up, you know, to go to school for massage therapy. And from there, what a transformation. And it, it makes me teary right now thinking about it because it was such a turning point in my life going from totally losing my sense of self to regaining it and then so much more, so much that I didn't even know was within me. Yeah. Now, so we can get a better idea, you've been married or with this um, man for how yeah, much of for, a lot? Uh, for uh, 18 years. Yeah. yeah. So it was a pretty and, long and, time. But it was interesting was. to me that you felt, even two years before the news of the divorce, that you were needing some more fulfillment in your life, correct? Well, no. The, the, well, yes. I was beginning, it was about, um, yeah, it was, it was actually just kind of months before he said he wanted the divorce. And I mm-hmm. just, you know, this is, this is the, the wonderful workings of the universe, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I just kind of, I was getting that nudge, like, okay, you know, it's time to, time to, to look into, um, you know, other things. And, um, it was a funny story. I was with a neighbor of mine and we were at a bookstore. And, and this was before I knew about the divorce coming. And she looked at me and just totally out of the blue, she said, Mary, you need to get a job. And I looked at her and I said, I know I do. I, I've been, <laughs> I've, I said, I've been thinking about going back to school for massage therapy. And, um, but then I didn't do anything about it. And, and mm-hmm. it just, you know, it totally went out of my mind until I was literally on the floor in that fetal position. I'm like, okay, 
some, you know, I can't keep, I can't keep doing this. Something has to change. I, I this isn't who I am. I don't lay on the floor and, and not do anything. And, and so from there it was like, oh yeah, remember that ad. And, and then it, it started that way. So, and it's not like mm-hmm. I couldn't work, worked or anything, but you know, once we had our child and we moved from New York to here and there was just a lot of transitions and, um, yeah, so I just kind of lost, lost sense of myself. Right. Well, I think that's a very common story that we do, many of us. We give so much to our environment, to mothering and to our husband. And particularly if we don't focus any time outside. I mean, I know we do social things, but without that um, outlet, we do lose identity in ourselves. We, it's not uncommon, but it right. sure is scary when you walk through it, you know. And oh, I've been in that fetal there. position, and when yeah. I went through my divorce as well, I think it's part of the transition. It's the position of transition. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I love that. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. So, but one of the other things that I love that you have grown, you've expanded your your um work into the EFT work into not only can you use it as therapeutic changing of how to deal with anger and grief and and other uh, causes that happen in your life um, and you might want to explain the process of EFT for some of our listeners that may not be familiar with it absolutely so EFT is um, it, it, it's a form of acupressure uh, where we're tapping, you know, if somebody goes for, for acupuncture, the acupuncturist is putting needles in these, um, acu, you know, acupressure points that affect the, the energy of the body. So mm-hmm. instead of using needles, we can use our fingertips to tap on these acupressure points that literally send a calming signal to the amygdala. Our amygdala is the fire alarm of the body. You know, if I'm walking mm-hmm. in the woods and let's say I see a, a, a branch, well, my body might think, my, my amygdala thinks, oh my God, that might be a snake. And so, you know, uh-huh. there's, that split, there's that split second where you <gasps> kind of go, and then you, oh, it's just a stick. It wasn't, it wasn't a snake. Well, that, that's the amygdala firing. That's that, that primitive brain that we have that was designed to, you know, keep us alive. If, if mm-hmm. the tiger is chasing me, I want all of the blood to run to my extremities so that I can either, you know, fight this tiger or run away. Well, right. unfortunately, we are getting, our amygdala is getting triggered constantly throughout the day. You know, let's say your computer dies, you know, mm-hmm. or you get a phone, or you get a phone call, or you find out you're going to, going to be going through a divorce, you know, or, yes. or little, little things, you're late for an appointment. So when we're using the tapping, we're tapping on these acupressure points that scientifically have been proven to send a calming signal to the amygdala. So basically, when, you know, something happens, you're stressed, you're angry, you're sad, and you start tapping on these points and you send that calming signal to the, to the amygdala, all of the stress hormones that were flooding your body, the cortisol, the norepinephrine, the adrenaline, all of that gets shut off. And you bring your body basically back into that, that place of calm. So it yes. is an amazing technique that I love to teach people because once you learn it, 
and you can use it yourself. It's not like somebody has to constantly come to me to, you know, to do it. It's like once I, once I teach it to them, um, you know, they're able to use it in their daily life. And when I first started learning it, I swear, I thought, oh, my God, I'm tapping like 24 hours a day. <laughs> it, was, I, it was like, oh, I got trigger tap, tap, oh, I got trigger tap, tap, tap. So we don't yeah. realize how, how much our body is getting thrown into this, this um, state of, of, you know, distress. And the problem with constantly getting into the state of stress is our body was designed to, you know, see the tiger and then be okay. But what happens is we end up building up all of these stress hormones in our body. The cortisol is a big one that is known that to, to you know, for people who can't lose weight, your, your body probably hasn't released cortisol. Cortisol is a right. big one in for weight. So if we're constantly stressing our body and filling it with the stress hormones, Using the EFT or the tapping is a wonderful way to help the body to clear that out. Yeah. Now, EFT, for those that would like to know what those letters mean, is Emotional Freedom Technique. Technique, yeah. And and you're doing this tapping on what points? Where on the body are you doing this tapping? There are many, many different places on the body. Anywhere that an acupuncturist could put a needle is where we can tap. But there are there are basically the main ones. Uh, main ones are at the inner eyebrow, which is literally at the you know at the end of the inner eyebrow. And and I okay. usually take two two fingers and you just gently tap there. You don't want to tap so hard where you're like you know giving yourself a headache. But you also mm-hmm. you also don't don't want to just tap super lightly. You want to you want to feel a little bit of that. You want to feel that tap. So that's the yes. inner eyebrow. That's the first one. The second one is the side of the eye. And if mm. you take those two fingers and tap, start tapping right at the side of the eye, you'll kind of feel you're tapping right on the bone there. And then the next point is directly under the eye. It's on the cheekbones. It's right below the right below the pupil. Mm-hmm. That's the under under the eye point. The next one is under the nose, which is right under the nose between the upper lip and the nose. You want to tap there. And then the next point is the chin point, and that's kind of right in the middle where that, that little cleft is. Um, mm. So it's between between the bottom lip and the bottom of the chin. It's right in the middle there. And then we go to the collarbone point. If you were to take your, your fingers and trace your collarbone, and, and go, go right down to the bottom of the collarbone and you drop down about an inch and then a little bit out to the, to the side. You'll almost feel like a little indent. Do you feel that? Yeah. A little in, indent there. So that's the collarbone point and we would tap there. And then, um, under the arm point is for women, it's right at the bra strap. It's about four inches below the armpit. So it's right at the bra strap area. Mm-hmm. And and then um, side of the hand is I you can take one hand and tap you know like you could take the fingers of your right hand and tap the side of your the pinky side of your left hand or you can take your left hand and tap the pinky side of your right hand. I like to take both hands and just tap it together. Right. And then, oh. And then, okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. almost like I'm almost like I'm um, almost like I'm, I'm I'm holding a book. You know, where I've got the sides of my hands touching and I just gently mm. tap that together. And then yep. the top of the head, the top of the head, right like at that crown chakra, right right at the top of the head. Mm. 
So if you all would like a visual of this, you can go to YouTube and I guess yeah. tap type in in um, EFT and it'll show you a visual of going through this. Most of the points are similar that everybody uses. Sometimes people drop different ones like maybe yeah. under the arm or the one on I don't know if they ever drop the one on top of the head. Do they? No, I've always seen. I've always seen that one used. Yeah. yeah. So, the, but basically, those are the points on the head, and at the base of the head on your neck that most people use for tapping. So that's the process. And usually, when you're going through those different locations on your head, you're making a statement. Uh, and. That's what the clearing is about. So, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, there if any we more were you... doing, if if we were tapping for money, let's say, so you could identify like what's keeping you from more more money. You know, maybe mm-hmm. you need to get maybe you need to get more in in front of more potential clients. Um, you know, maybe you need to maybe you're not asking people. You know, asking for the business. Um, maybe you're too nervous to ask for the money that you deserve. Whatever it is, we you kind of come up with a statement. So the statement might be, even though I can't get more money because I'm afraid to ask for business, I'm open to something new and different. Like that, mm-hmm. that could just be an, be an example. And so then you would be, then you would start tapping on, on the side of your hand and you would just repeat that statement uh, three times. So even though I can't get more money because I'm afraid to ask for the business, I'm open to something new and different. And I would tap that three times. And then mm-hmm. you would start tapping tapping through the point, kind of, you know, acknowledging that statement. I can't get more money. I'm afraid to ask, you know, for the, for, for the business. And you literally just go through tapping all of those points. And you can every now and again start to throw in, I'm open to a surprising new idea or I'm open to getting more confidence. And, and mm-hmm. as you're tapping through that point, it's amazing. You calm down your system and you are so much more open now to new possibilities opening up for you. Mm. Because when, when we're in a state of fight or flight, mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to be open to, to new ideas. It's hard to be, you know, I might hear something, but I'm in this state of fight or flight, and, and I so I don't take action on it. When we can calm down the amygdala and we're mm-hmm. more present, and then maybe I hear, hear you say something, and I go, oh, that would be a great idea. Maybe I could do that. If you're in that mm-hmm. state of fight or flight, we're not even open to any, we're not even open to anything new. Mm-hmm. Well, would you say that the money issue is one of the most important ones that you work with individuals on? Yes. I, so I am an authorized tapping into wealth coach. So okay. if we want, so if we want to increase our wealth, we have to first recognize that money has a mind body component to it. So the mm-hmm. mind and the body have to be in alignment with increasing our wealth in order for it to happen. So first what I do is I guide clients to even recognize where their blocks or their resistance to money is coming from, then Mm -hmm. how the body is reacting to those blocks or beliefs, and then using the EFT, the tapping, how to teach them how to turn off that fight-or-flight response. 
because believe it or not, for many of us, there can be a downside to having a lot of money. And that mm. causes us, yeah, because that, and so that causes us to sabotage when we do amass it. So I really help my clients to understand why they don't have the money that they would like and then how they can shift that. All through the tapping. The tapping is the tool that we use in order mm-hmm. to turn down, yes, in order to turn down, you know, that nervous system response. So I could say to you, I want to make $50,000 more. And mm-hmm. inside, like my stomach clenches or, you know, I, it, I start to have all these thoughts, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, I can't do that. It's going to be too much work. And so with the tapping, we address all of that that comes up, all these limiting beliefs that come up, you know, any memories that come up. We look at your parents' par- money paradigm. And yes. so we use, the, we use the tapping as the tool to kind of clear that stress and allow us to get in the place where we are open to receiving the money that we say we want. Because I may say I want it, but I may be afraid to, to get it. Well, how much of our pre-programming, I'm going to say, mother and daddy, the beliefs that we come out of mother and daddy's house with, how much of that plays an important part in our whole money story? Is it usually everyone or is it just oh. random people? No, it's it's going to be it's going to be all of us. So, before the age of age 8, before the age of 8, we're literally in a hypnotic state. And, you know, they call it an imprint stage where everything that we hear, see, and feel, we download as a truth. So if my mm. parents were if my parents were always upset about money, chances are I'm going to live out those same patterns in my own money because that's what my nervous system learned how to be around money. Yes. So if I think the world is out to get me or that I'm not valued at work or making enough money, the truth is there's always a limiting belief that, that's getting in the way. So how many times have we heard, like, people say, oh, I don't want to make a lot of money because, you know, then I won't be spiritual. Or mm-hmm. people, will, people will just like me for my money. So, yes, absolutely. However our parents operated around money, we as children downloaded their programming and it is amazing when I work with clients how they see exactly how they're like their parents. Mm-hmm. And we all, when we're young, we go, I don't want to be anything like my parents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and they get mad if they get mad if you are <laughs> like, I am not like my mother. And it's like, when you start to do this work, you can see all my, but it's understandable because you know, we're so open when we're, we're younger. We literally just download it all as a truth. And mm-hmm. so then we spend the rest of our life kind of going, okay, I may have downloaded that as a truth, but that was their money paradigm. It doesn't have to be mine. And so then we use this work to, okay, develop your own, your own money paradigm. Right. Yeah. Now, the, you talk about five different categories of money. Five? Yes. Really? Yes, there are five categories. Well, so we've got, you know, everybody knows, so we have savings. That's that's mm-hmm. one category. Everybody knows, you know, your savings is usually money that, you know, for a rainy day, it's easy to get to. It's not tied up in stocks, you know, or bonds. or It's money that I could go to the bank and go, hey, I, I need to get this money out. So we have savings. Yeah. We have debt. 
Mm-hmm. We have income, you know, the amount of money coming in right now. We have income goals. How much money do you want to make? And then we have toxic money. And toxic money, not everybody has toxic money. But toxic money is, is a situation where money is owed to you that you were somehow cheated out of. So it might be like there's a lawsuit settlement that you haven't gotten. Or let's say there's an inheritance and, you know, three of your siblings are trying to say, hey, you, you don't get the money. So mm-hmm. there's, there's, it's, it's going to be money is owed to you and, and there's a battle around it. Or it could mm-hmm. be money that when it comes to you, it comes at a price or a battle. So somebody might be receiving child support um, or, or, you know, alimony or maintenance. And, but when it comes, every month it comes with a battle. Like, like it might be like, let's say the ex-husband or the ex-wife is giving money to the other spouse, but they're like, oh, you know, you, you don't really need this, and you're just taking me to the cleaners, and, you know, the kids don't need this much money. So there's always mm-hmm. going to be a battle around it. So that's toxic money. And if people have toxic money, you really do want to clear that one. That one is a really, that's a really, really big one. So it's, it's but everybody, battle. Mary, everybody that goes through a divorce, and that number is 50% now, has that type of money in their history, toxic money, right? They, they do. Well, absolutely. But it's like if I was a person who was getting it, and I was, let's say I was getting it, and even though the, the say my ex-husband, he was always in battle around it, but I got it, and I was like, Hey, this money is mine. I deserve this. It's you know, um, mm-hmm. I, I I'm happy to get it. So no, then it doesn't have the charge. But it, if there's a battle around it, if I'm getting, I if see. I am, yeah, if I'm getting, if my nervous system is getting all fired up every time, and like every month I'm like, okay, I'm ready for a battle. Like here it's going to come again. That's mm-hmm. toxic money. Now he okay. would have. He would have toxic money if, if, if his idea around money every month is giving it, you know, creates negativity for him. That would I be see. his toxic money for him. But if I'm open to receiving it and I feel good about it and I feel deserving, but unfortunately a lot of us don't feel that way. Mm. Mm-hmm. We still don't realize it's our money. Well, exactly. Or or it just it, it sets our nervous system off in a way where where there's that battle or there's sadness or, you know, any type of negativity around it, then it's it then it is toxic money because it, it kind of filters how we feel about ourselves, you know, how we feel about money in general. Um, anything that's constantly bringing up a battle for us, we're throwing our body into that fight or flight. We're constantly stressing it out with all those those hormones. So, mm-hmm. so toxic money. Now, right. even again, even if we, we we could tap on that so that you are in a better place to receive it, mm-hmm. and then then it's not toxic money. But it's toxic money if there if you are engaged in a battle, you know, around it. Right. Yeah. Well, now you can see that Mary is well informed on the the. EFT tapping around finances and the money that you have to live on and work on. And it doesn't always have to work around divorce. But whatever the situation is, whatever the transition is that's in your life, you may just have trouble managing your money. 
So when we come back from our break, we will be talking more about money management and money finances. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Would you like to know how to bring more ease to all the decisions you need to make in life? Knowing your core values is the first step in Joyce's free live masterclass. You'll discover your top five core values in as little as 45 minutes. Join her now at freegiftfromjoyce.com. Close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you do? During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose, passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Welcome back. We are having an awesome discussion with Mary Vogel today about money and the mind-body connection. The money, the how we feel about the wealth, the money that's in our in our hands, what we have to spend, how we got that money, and just what our relationship is with money. Since we learn it at such young age, we have a relationship starting back to when we are eight years old, she says. Now, I do want you to know that you can go to Mary's website at Mary Eileen. A-I-L-E-E-N, coaching.com, and that is her website. Her coaching program is The Essential Needs, very clever, K-N-E-A-D-S, Mary Eileen Coaching slash Essential Needs. Um, for That is her business name. So I want to get back into this discussion around money because it is so... It plays such an important part in so many lives. It limits us. Um, it makes it doesn't limit us. But how we live our lives with that limit placed on us is developed through our childhood, from our birth families or the families that we were raised with. And so, um, my question to you, Mary, would be: What is what is the most important to know about really what, how we feel around money, about having money? Well, yeah, so the number one issue that most people want to work on and improve is, the, is their finances. Yeah. So, yeah, so, you know, most of us, we want to have more money, less stress, and more freedom to be able to do what we want in our life. 
So, yes. but we, we really, we, we, we want to know how we really feel about money because if you want to increase your wealth, again, like I said before, it's important to recognize there's a mind-body connection in regard to money and wealth. So I may say that I want to make more money, but my emotional wiring, my -hmm. nervous system might be feeling very different about that. So let's say I was raised in a family where money was always tight and, and, you know, my parents are living paycheck to paycheck. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that would would cause a lot of stress. And my parents would most likely, you know, have argued a lot about money. So remember, you know, up to the age of eight, so from from conception to, to eight, you know, we're, we're just downloading everything. So as that young child, my nervous system gets wired to feel feelings of scarcity, of lack, of worry, fear, even anger around money. So fast forward, here I am as an adult, and I start earning money. You know, I may look at my checkbook, you know, my checkbook balance, and I may automatically think and feel, oh, my God, it's not enough, or you know, when's the other shoe going to drop and I'll have a major expense and then I'll be broke again. So Mm -hmm. instead of feeling good, my nervous system is wired to feel negative feelings around money. So on the flip side, if I was raised with a wealth consciousness, you know, with the belief that money is easy to make and I have plenty to share or that I can have fun with money, my subconscious patterns are, are more aligned with me enjoying my money and then being successful. So it's yeah. not to say that successful people, wealthy people, don't have setbacks, because they do. But even if they encounter a major setback where they lose, you know, maybe all their money, mm-hmm. because of their programming around money from their parents, they can turn it around, they can grow their money, they can get it all back. And why? Because they're programmed for success with money. So their beliefs are aligned with money, so they support them rather than the limiting beliefs which sabotage us. So it's important to really know, you know, how you feel about money, because if you have those limiting beliefs that were downloaded as a child, you really Mm -hmm. want to work on clearing, clearing that emotional charge to that so that you can go on to make the kind of money that you want to make. Yeah. Now, do most people after working with you, I guess, what are, what's the length of your coaching, um, programs three months well i've had yes i i i've had people come in um and do like three sessions and Mm -hmm. they they have like these major shift and boom then they're gone for a while and then i also have other clients that yes um more it's more like a three month type um because i really want to like i said once you learn eft you can use it on you can use it daily on your you know on yourself but yeah. when it comes to kind of uncovering these issues around money, a lot of times we don't even see those ourselves. So that's when it's good to have a coach kind of step in and go, okay, let's take it in this direction. And so, yeah, three months definitely um, is, a, is a good amount of time for somebody to really uncover, you know, a lot of their blocks. Mm-hmm. I had one, I had one client. Nick- who, oh, go ahead. What were you going to say? Sorry, I had I had one client who um, she had been given a one hundred thousand dollar inheritance when she was I think she was eighteen, and fast forward she's in her you know in her thirties now, and she could not get her and and she ended up kind of blowing it. She went and spent it. She traveled. She you know she pretty much just kind of you know wasted the money away. And so, you know, fast forward, here she is in her 30s, and she's like, oh, my God, like, I can never get past, 
you know, that past 100000 she could never get there. She'd get close. She'd get to 80000 She'd, like, lose money. Anyway, we had to do a lot of tapping around her, the guilt that she felt and the mm-hmm. anger that she had toward herself for kind of blowing that hundred. So, so it's like just because of that experience. Now, it wasn't something that happened as a child, but it was, it was something she did at 18 that was still affecting her money today. Right. Do most pe- people that are struggling money with money, do they have debt? Uh, Is that automatic? Is that not not well, not necessarily. Um, you know, because they may be playing very very small like like basically just getting by, you know, even afraid to spend money or anything mm-hmm. like that. So they may not have they may not have had incurred debt. But they're also literally living paycheck to paycheck and not not able to do anything, you know, with with their money at all. So they're basically living in fear, you know, mm. constantly. But mm-hmm. absolutely, debt debt is definitely uh, debt is definitely a big one that can keep us stuck. Well, you know, we hear just over the news how many people live on borrowed money these days on the credit cards and. Um, you know, you just hear how big that problem is. Oh, us. yeah. And and debt, debt can keep us very, very stuck. But you have to realize there's two different kinds of debt. So we have good debt and we have bad debt. So an example mm-hmm. of good debt might be um, might be a mortgage. You know, mm-hmm. maybe it's even maybe, it, it, you know, it might be a school loan. Let's say let's say I'm OK, you know, paying that off because it, it got me through massage school, you know. Um, right. So you're paying you're paying out it every month, but it's like an it's an investment. So it's a good way to leverage your money. But bad debt usually comes from purchasing things that get used up. So yes, that that statement you just made about most most of you know the population having debt, it's because it's this bad debt. It comes from purchasing things that get used up, like clothing, you know, eating out or or yeah. buying things impulsively. Um, we we might also have debt loans as a result of consolidating the credit cards or there may be a financial trauma like medical bills or let's say let's say I had a business that went under so when we're it's when we're looking at debt it's a really good idea to understand where the bad debt comes from because the mm-hmm. source of the source of it how it was created really does affect how we feel about it mm-hmm. so in other words, if I had a business that went, let's say I had a business partner and, you know, they, they took all the money and, you know, left, left, you know, the country. Well, I'm going to be pretty pissed off, you know, <laughs> whereas, so, whereas if there was a financial trauma, let's say medical bills, well, that comes with, I'm, I might not be so, you know, so angry about it, but I'm going to feel sad. I'm going to feel scared. You know, mm-hmm. so so we do want to kind of know the source of how it was created because that does affect how we feel about it and then how we how we move through, you know, the tapping. Um, but well, you know, the thing I, I think about on the medical is that the mindset that a lot of people would go into would be the victim. I'm a victim yeah. of this. Yeah. Responsibility. I can't. I'm trapped. I can't do anything. I have to pay to get well. And yeah. Are we po- are we able through EFT tapping to change somebody's mindset from victimism? Is that a word? What, victimism. Yes, 
Yes. Oh, one hundred percent. That's why I. That's why I absolutely love to use the uh, the, the tapping. So uh, yeah, bad debt usually causes us to feel you know panic, anxiety, fear, overwhelm. Um, you know, feel like a victim. Um, mm-hmm. We may worry. You know, are we going to pay it off? Um, you know, or I won't be able to pay it off. We lose sleep over it. So having debt triggers a stress response in our body multiple times during the day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if, if you believe in the law of attraction, it brings us more of what we focus on. You know, we're creating this cycle of bringing more worry and fear to ourselves. So financial debt, with, how, wherever it comes from, financial debt brings with it a huge amount of negative emotions. You know, including right. guilt and embarrassment. And it leaves us feeling like a victim, like you said. So, mm-hmm. you know, no matter how we got into the debt, it's always a reminder that we're falling short. So yeah. it kind of re- reflects that no matter what we do to earn the money or how much time we put into earning it, it's still not enough. So I mm-hmm. absolutely love to use the um, the EFT to help, you know, to, to clear the charge or the energy around those beliefs that are keeping us and our money stuck. Right. I have a great I have a great exercise that we can do if you want. It's about debt. And your listeners okay. can just do it on yeah, just do it on their own. Okay. So so for anybody who has debt and let's let's just pretend you have some debt. Okay, mm-hmm. Joyce, let's just pretend you have debt. So you would take out a piece of paper and mm-hmm. it's usually good good if you can use a red pant because that's, that's like a whoo, that's a glaring. <laughs> like red obvious. means debt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, so I, you know, take out a piece of paper and, and you would write down the amount that you're in debt. And, and I ask clients to be brutally honest and add up everything that they owe from credit cards to loans. Now, again, you don't, you don't put in a, um, a mortgage because that's, that's considered, you know, more of a, a, you know, more of a good debt. So yeah. I would have ask you to write down that number in very large numbers with a big dollar sign in front of it. Okay. And then I'm going to ask you to say out loud, and you can just you can just throw out any number, but you would say, "I have," and whatever it is, I have fifty thousand dollars in debt, or or yeah. I am fifty thousand, whatever you want to say. So go ahead and just say it out loud. Okay, I have $50,000 of debt. And then as you say it, you want to pay attention to how you feel and what emotions are coming up for you. Okay. Okay. Do so, I tell you? <laughs> yeah, let's, let's just yeah, let's just go through it. So what are so so you you just announced the debt, you know, what are the two main feelings that come up for you when you look at that number? Well, one of sadness mm-hmm. and stress. Okay. All right. And then what is the main thing you say in your head when you look at that number? How could you get there? Why did yeah. you get there? You know, how could I do that? Yeah. Yeah. See how it, how it, how it brings that up? Mm-hmm. And then... Mm-hmm. Then, yeah, then I always look at, does thinking about the amount of debt, does it remind you of a situation in the past where there was there was a battle or a betrayal or a time in your life when you never forgave yourself or someone else? So when you're thinking about that debt, does it, does it bring up any situation for you? 
not any particular situation. Um, okay. My family was always struggling with money. They were, mm-hmm. you know, really. So. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of a lot of how you operate in your money came, you know, came from your family, from seeing how, yeah. what 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 they did. So, mm-hmm. but for a lot of my clients, when they look at that debt, it, you know, it will remind them, like, um, you know, like I had one client who, like, she looked at her debt and she was like, "Yeah, you know, my husband, you know, he left us, and mm-hmm. I had to move into this into this place, this, you know." place that had mold and it affected her health and it affected her money so when she looked at her debt there was a lot of anger there ah so yeah yeah. so we want to we want to be able to know okay because then that helps us with the tapping you know where to take it um but look at that debt that debt number again and i want you to finish the sentence this means i'm what this means i'm um Um, like my parents. Okay, yeah. And and people might say that this means I'm like my parents, and they kind of feel like, oh, shit, you know, excuse my parents, mm-hmm. but, you know, <laughs> it's like, oh, you know, yeah, I'm doing right. the same thing, you know. Now, some people, um, you know, might fill it in with this means that my dad was right. I'm a loser. Or this oh, means I don't know how yeah. to manage money. Or this mm-hmm. means I'm a failure. I'm not smart enough. No matter what I do, it's never going to be enough. So yeah. debt really makes us really makes us judge ourselves, right? Very much. Yeah. yeah. So we want to tap. Mm-hmm. We would. So if I was working with you, I would tap on that sadness, that stress. I we would be adding in the tapping. You know, how could you? Mm-hmm. How could I get there? You know, how could I mm-hmm. do this? You know. So we would really. Again, scientifically, EFT or tapping has been shown to turn off the stress response. It has been shown to calm the amygdala. So when we can calm all of these negative emotions around money, you are in a much better place to be open to new ideas, to new opportunities, to hearing something, to, to you know, to saying, oh, I could do this. I, oh, I could bring in some money here. Oh, this is a great place to go look for clients. You know, mm-hmm. when, when we have all this negativity kind of, you know, front and center, it really does block us from even being available to attract more money. Right. Well... Uh, this this session and it, it, would there be more to the session other than the tapping, and that could take I know that could take thirty forty five minutes of tapping, but I want you to I want them to know about this offer that you have for them, um, so that they'll know to call in because I think yeah. there's somebody out there that could use you services and do this what you call a money mapping session. And yeah, tell us about so, that. Sure, sure. So the very first session that I do, uh, you know, with my clients, is, it's called a money map. So we, mm-hmm. we we go over those five different types of money that we already talked about, and we discover how their nervous system is specifically wired around them. And it's always a big eye-opener for people because they really can see by doing the money map how they subconsciously feel about money, income, and even wealth in general. 
So mm-hmm. we spend, you know, we spend close to 90 minutes on that first session, um, really getting a good idea of, um, of their, of their money programming. And then we, we use the tapping, um, that is specifically designed for them and for their responses to, um, you know, we use the tapping to turn down their stress response. And it is amazing when you do the tapping, how quickly you feel the shift in your body. And how, and how quickly, okay, this is, this is fun. So, um, you know, again, one of my clients that I was working with, um, you know, she, she does some coaching work and one of her clients got really, really mad about something with her. I I don't remember exactly what the circumstance was, but so my client called me and she was like, oh my God, like my money has stopped coming in. It's literally stopped coming in. So we were talking and through, you know, her telling me, you know, that she had this client and that was really mad at her. Anyway, long story short, throughout the session, it came up. She was like, oh my God. So they used to get money from their, from her grandfather. And she specifically mm-hmm. remembered during the tapping, she said, oh my gosh. She said, I remember my mom saying, do not make your granddaddy mad or the money is going to stop. Yeah. And, and it mm-hmm. was, she was living that out. Her client was mad at her. She made her client mad and the money stopped. Mm-hmm. So we, we did a lot of tapping around her, the experience as a, as a child, but then also the experience coming up. It, it was exactly the same. It was a mirror thing. And, mm-hmm. um, and it's so fun. Sometimes I'll do a session with somebody and then they'll text me or, you know, send me an email saying, I just had $5,000 come in or, you know, I just signed up a new client or, you know, something like that. So it, it, to me, it, it, it can move very quickly. Once you clear that energy and you open up that space, then, mm-hmm. you know, you can be, you begin, you can begin to, um, to attract more money. Yeah. Well, this sounds like it's really a, a worthwhile call to make to you. <laughs> um, and you usually charge $150. $150 for this session. But for you all, my listeners out there, my dear listeners out there, you can have this call today for $75. That's half yeah. of what you yeah. are near. That's a 90-minute call. And that's to determine your money map. What is your money map? How do you how do you use your money? How do you create your money and so forth? So. Yeah. Um, now, Mary, if they wanted, would they go to your website or do you want to give them the phone or, you know what, I'll just, yes, they, I'll give you my, my phone number or they, if, if they went to my website, then they would have to, you know, leave me an email. Um, but it's easy to, if they want to just call, um, it's, my number is 630-922-0369. That's 630 0369 and um, yeah and they can just say that they're one of your listeners and they'd love to do a money map and um, yeah I'll get them get them scheduled and like I said then they they walk away with a personal tapping script so that they yeah. can use that you know it, it is it is specifically for their money issues and then they're able to use that to tap and we also do tapping you know during the money map as well. So do you record it? Is that how they walk away with a program? Um, I can record it, um, or uh-huh. I, or I, I email them once I 
Oh. So once I find once we do the money map, and then I find out, you know, okay, how is their nervous system hardwired around money? Then I mm-hmm. create a, a tapping script, and then I usually email that to them. And then they have that hard copy, and they can then tap with it, you know, as often as they need, um, mm. you know, so that they can clear that programming. Yeah. Now, uh, again, that is the Money Map Session uh, with Mary. And you would go to Mary Eileen, A-I-L-E-E-N, coaching.com if you wanted to send Mary a message. Mm-hmm. Or you can call her at 630-922-0369. Yes. So, Mary, this session could be so beneficial for just almost anybody that wants to know their history around money. Oh, my. That would be yes. good. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's, my. It's, it's, it's definitely there's a lot of ahas, a lot of, a lot of you know, eye-opening uh, things come out of it, yes. Mm-hmm. So is it is it so hard for why is it hard for people to set like money goals? Do they have well, goals? Uh, absolutely, absolutely, and we we call that a goal trauma. And so let me ask you: Have you ever set a goal and then worked really hard to achieve it? Have you ever done that? Have you ever set a goal and worked really hard to achieve it? I have, but I haven't made it sometimes, and that's very right. frustrating. Yes, yes. So for some of us, we've had these big goals, and, you know, maybe there were naysayers in our life. You know, there are people telling us it'll never work. Um, you know, I, I often think of people who try to invent something, and people are like, oh, it's a waste, or, you know, they don't believe we have what it takes, and you know, we really put our heart and soul into it. We believe in the dream. We believe it will happen. Um, you know, we may make sacrifices along the way. We may lose sleep or relationships. We may even lose money we can't afford to lose. But we still believe in this dream, and so we keep on going <laughs> forward. And then something something happens, and the dream doesn't come true. So not only do we have the loss of a dream, but then we also have that experience of feeling like a failure, disappointment, you know, sadness. So basically mm-hmm. because because of a goal trauma, because of, of something that happened that prevented us from reaching that goal, we end up losing faith in ourselves. So oh, we don't yeah. trust ourselves. Yeah, we don't trust ourselves. We don't trust others. We may not even trust this the universe that it has our back so we really become skeptical of that belief that hey anything is possible so both gold trauma is like a black cloud following us around and it makes us very cautious to dream again it makes Mm -hmm. us very aware of everything that can go wrong and the mistakes we might make you know if we set another goal so nobody wants to experience gold trauma twice and it doesn't even have to be something big you know, that causes us, us to have that full trauma. So, mm-hmm. um, but it, it just, you know what? It, you know how people procrastinate a lot? You know, yeah. they may set a new goal and procrastinate. Well, that could be because there's some goal trauma going on. You know, we may be very indecisive when it comes to making decisions. And, you know, basically the goal trauma prevents us from wanting the goal or being excited about it. So again, mm-hmm. that's why I like to use the tapping because we can't right. we can't undo the past, but what we can use we use the tapping to process, you know, the experience of what happened so that it can help us to move forward with the new goal. 
Yeah. So, well, yeah, Mary, so this I just hate to stop this. There's so much good information <laughs> that you've given us today. Uh, walking through our own little mini map that we did here. But um, it's so evident that you have become really, really, really connected with this trauma around money that we all seem to experience on some level. So I'm really thankful that you were able to be on the show today and uh, could walk us through the tapping process. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for coming and being on my show. Yes, well, thank you, Joyce. I greatly appreciate it. And absolutely, I've, I've used these techniques to help, you know, myself and my own money and, and other clients. So it's, it's just wonderful. And like you said, if somebody wants to learn more about tapping, um, they can go to YouTube and, and actually see it being done by many different, you know, practitioners. Right. Um, yeah. Go to my website. It's, it's very, it's, it's, it's becoming more and more, you know, um, you know, readily known. Uh, but when right. we use it with the money piece, it really helps us to, you know, to, to, to get to where we want. Yeah. Well, I must say goodbye now and tell everybody how wonderful it was again to have them with us today. Take this information. Call Mary. Get started today addressing your money. Thank you, Joyce. Bye. Bye. Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at 